Here we go. Welcome to No Choftes Live. It's a match review. Omonia 2, Voxa 1. Although it probably could have been a lot worse. <laughs> I'm still, I've got Roy and Chris. Gorbelia, how are we doing, gentlemen? We good? We're good. <laughs> I'll let Roy right, go first. first. Of all, but first of all, your internet has been fucking you up, right? So that's oh not God. a good start for you. But see, it says, man, those messages in the WhatsApp group, I thought your head was going to explode, man. Thank God. <laughs> thank God I wasn't at the pitch. Thank God. Uh, well, Roy needs to tell us something. But Benji, you better on. What's that, Philip and when I when I go to the stadium, uh, uh, I don't show my emotion. I just watch the game and and um, I sit quiet there. But in my head, uh, I might have killed like 10, 10 people. <laughs> so it, it, I don't know. I guess I guess this is how I am. I just try and concentrate for Stobekniri. And especially now, but even before, because now I take my, my daughter with me as well. So I, I'm extra careful how I um, respond. How I, 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 you I conduct behave. yourself. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, generally, I, I, I was never like a type of fan that, you know, I just get stressed. And um, that's basically, I try and concentrate as much as I can to Bechniri. And it was good that we didn't have uh, the pod yesterday. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I, I've got quite a few things to say. One thing at a time, like, I was going to say, you know, when we first started doing the podcast, Restel, I had to do my homework. I had to sort of think oh i'm gonna say this and i'm gonna say that but then after like a few episodes it just came naturally and i was like you know what just let it flow let it go like spontaneously don't overthink things don't write notes yesterday was the first time that that since yesterday i, I was thinking i want to write about this i want to say about this i want to do this i want to mention that i want to do that and it, it was as if you know I'm, i was a writer or an author you know writing the first two sentences and then looking off the page and throwing it and then going at it again you don't know from where to start and when to finish with this game refile so uh, okay well look let's let's um <coughs> Let's talk about the, the system, the lineup, because we were praising Henningberg and the players for the system against Kairats, the performance away from home. And lo and behold, we went back to a 4 4 2. This time, Shepard was up front with the EI. I don't think they've ever played together as a two up front anyway, um, which I can't remember. I don't think they have anyway. Uh, Zahari on the left, Johnny's um, uh, Lois on the right hand side, Jordi and Bashru uh, in the middle. Hubachan and Yuster in the middle, centre-backs. Uh, Psati started at right-back, which I was fairly pleased about, given his performance midweek, and I think he deserved to start. Um, but in terms of the system that we played, I didn't expect anything else. Chris, you thought that we were going to go with a 3-4-2-1 or very similar system. Were you surprised yeah. to see the way that we went back to the All-Star again? Um, I expected it. 
But you see Odi Medodesera Deseradio and if Kenny. It's you can get a lot of creativity out of it. I think when Gusu comes back and mix and oh well, we need to go back to a four two three one or a four three three. Because that will give the defense a little bit more Leon Barabano Anesi in a sort of a way. I think that's why a lot of our defensive issues are coming at the moment. My personal opinion. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. And I think this goes back to what what we all three of us have been touching on for the past couple of weeks now. Defensively, we're not as solid as what we were when Michael was there. And it goes back to the whole, whole organisation debate. It goes back to, um, you know, doing the basics wrong. And we're going we're gonna to talk about this as, as the show continues. But the Doxas goals, all three of them, you know, the ones, two that didn't count and the one that did count, these are all individual mistakes and mistakes that could have been avoided. Roy, before we talk about that, <clears throat> your thoughts on the uh, the system, my friend, and how it didn't work as far as I'm concerned. Uh, okay, so when we were texting each other, uh, okay, I said that uh, it's going to be unpredictable, not only because we had the game midweek um, uh, away from home, uh, I thought that I was expecting some changes, maybe even more changes than what I saw. Um, I believe that we were going to go back to a four-four-two. Yes, we feel it. Pujano Jaji, feel it. Today's an excellent debut. Yesterday's uh, yesterday's performance was appalling. I feel it at all levels, all levels. Defensively, midfield, attacking, pace, touch and go, discipline. Um, there, there, was, there was nothing, nothing that worked. Nothing. We took, like we, we took a step forward and two steps back yesterday. And if with performances like the ones yesterday, we can't not, not only think of defending the, the championship, we can't even fucking beat a team from the second division. This is what I what I think, and that's uh, not, not only to do with the system. It, it, it's a very general statement. Do you know what? I think this is the first time that I'm going to get on my negative Nelly. Uh, uh, what's it called? My, my negative Nelly hat on, because I try and be as positive as I possibly can. But I hold my hands up and I say, yesterday, you're right, they didn't look like a team. They look like individuals more than anything. You know? Now... This isn't to take away how well Doxa played because Doxa did their homework. They're two banks of four. Whenever we broke through or they, they, we played it to a player, they'd be doubling up or man-marking. Shepard would drop deep to get the ball, for example, and he'd be clattered. There'd be two players around him. It was just... It, as I said, it was a team full of individuals. Zahari wasn't tracking back enough. If you saw the, the first goal that was disallowed, Lesiak was taken out. There was an overlap. Why was there no, no one tracking the runner? Um, yep. for for the, the the second goal, which was disallowed, the organisation from the set piece was dreadful. There were there was no one talking. No one took leadership uh, to to clear the ball. Um, the passing wasn't crisp enough, as far as I'm concerned. And the one thing that enraged me the most was the lack of movement from the front uh, from the front four. Whenever uh, Yordi got the ball or Bashiru got the ball, they wanted to release it. But there was no one overlapping. There was no one dropping deep. There were, the only person that was doing it was Shep and he was getting smashed. No one was giving yeah. options. They weren't playing in triangles. 
that there was so much space in certain areas of the pitch and they weren't exploiting it. And I'm sitting there and in 27 minutes, as God is my witness, I said, this game needs Dura to come on to stretch the game. Because while EI was coming deep to collect the ball, like he did against um, Flora, he's running into traffic. But listen, at the end of the day, we can uh, evaluate this game in so many different segments, it would take us forever to do. Um, so what I want to ask you guys, the, the, the main question is, where was the main problem? What was the main area for you guys? Was there one particular uh, stage or, or part of the, the, the pitch that we needed to, uh, to improve on that went completely wrong? What was it? I'll let the Roy go first. I think that, like I said, uh, yesterday's overall performance <clears throat> was, to say the least, problematic at all levels. Uh, I did see, uh, obviously, the same defensive mistakes being repeated, even though last uh, podcast, I think, was it against Dyke, we said, please, guys, don't repeat the same mistakes. We repeated it, and it wasn't just the three goals they scored. It was when uh, Hubo stopped it on the line. It was when they got a free shot. It, was, it, it wasn't just um, the, the, the goals they, they scored. It was overall. Uh, again, uh, the midfield, you always say that, you know, when Jordi and uh, Pashu held the ball, there was no movement. And I agree, but also one of the main reasons we are predictable and, and very slow is for me is, is, is Jordi. And I said, it's no, it's no, it's no mistake that I, I respect Jordi. I feel proud that he's our captain. He has offered in various ways in, in the squad, but that dependence we have on Jordi uh, always makes me feel uncomfortable and uh, not being able to have someone to replace him, especially yesterday when he got sent off, because don't forget, we haven't got Mix, we haven't got Kusu, uh, Papu Liz was injured. They say that he's probably going to be back for the game against Pafos. But what are we going to do? And Navalu Mendo shows the half, and Navalu Mendo humble Medo Medon Bashiru. We won't have any creativity. Yeah, but Roy, I get what you're saying. But what I will say is that if we're not going to have people running, if we're not going to have runners, if we're not going to have Johnny's making runs, like when he came on, he was terrible. If you're not going to have Loiso, you know, making <coughs> runs that are unpredictable, because he was completely predictable yesterday. Every time he got the ball on that right-hand side, his main idea, cut inside, cut inside, cut inside. There's only so many times you can do that before a defender turns around and says, well, I know what you're going to do, mate. Right? So players ain't moving into the spaces. They ain't moving into gaps. They ain't moving into panels. They ain't moving into into various areas, which will then allow Jordi to, to pass these balls. So he's playing it backwards. He's playing it sideways. He's getting closed down because he wants more time on the ball because he's looking up for someone to move and they're not moving. Happened to Bashiru yesterday. There's four occasions where he was closed down and he's giving the ball away cheaply. And I'm looking at these players, I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, you are giving the ball away in dangerous areas, not just cheaply, but in dangerous areas. But why? Because Loiz was too busy standing on the touchline. Because Zahariu, who was our best player in the first half, was taken off. He was the only one with showing some impetus to get forward. EI shooting from 40 yards. Fuck is this shit going on, man? Do you know what I mean? But Jordi is obviously getting criticism. And <clears throat> listen, he's not exempt from criticism. And you're right. There have been so many people saying to me, he's too slow, he's too this, he's too that. And I get it. That being said, who's he passing the ball to? Because no one's moving. 
Even Lesiak's weren't making runs forward. No. Anyway. This is, this is a, more, a more general statement and uh, not so much to do with yesterday's game. This is my opinion. Uh, I, I would prefer to have had another option to replace him. I'm not saying he's no good for Omonia. I'm not saying he's the reason Omonia is not playing well. I'm not saying, you know, he hasn't offered or whatever. But I feel uncomfortable having so much dependence on that player. Mm. Especially now that, you know, we, we don't have any options. And we don't have any other creativity as Pumer. And like you said, if you want to take it player for player, I can sit here. But we're going to need hours, not, not minutes, yeah. to finish the podcast. Uh, I agree that Zahari was trying. He was trying. He was probably our best man on the... But he is in the left hand, like to Guinea's in Bandagam, then a laugh was as Puni and Nimbaladin Balan. He will lose the control. He was trying, it seemed like he was trying too much to. And as Pumano or Loizos, same thing. Loizos, he was, he, I don't know whether this is disciplinary, it's experience, it's him being tired, is him. Being big-headed, uh, I don't know. It's him wanting to exactly because no one was moving about. He wanted to, but you know, if no one's doing anything, I might as well do that. Chepa, like you said, they were shutting him down, but he also didn't seem to me again so fresh. It seemed like maybe it would have been a better idea if he stayed on the bench this week as well. And, and be ready for the games to come because he didn't have the energy levels as well. Uh, Iyayi, I don't know if he's underestimating Cypriot football, but he seems to me to be a bit sloppy and or thinking he's a lot better than what he, he really That's exactly is. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. That's exactly what I told you. This. Exactly what you back. This. Complacent. Facing me off. <laughs> but that's, that's yeah. the thing. I've noticed that a lot yesterday, right? There are quite a few players who are complacent. Quite a few players complacent. Even even Johnny's, I was surprised. He came on, and I, I can't remember which minute it was, but it was before the, the second goal, which oh, was disallowed. Yeah, he tried to do, the, uh, yeah, tried to do like a step over. I'm like, what are you doing there? Like, you can't afford to do these things in a game like this. We're not playing well enough as it is. Why are you trying to do flicks and tricks? If you're far five nil up, understandable. But you're chasing a game here against a team that's outplayed us, outworked us, outfought us, and outthought us. So exactly. what are you doing? And again, you could put that down as youthful exuberance or just, um, you know, inexperience. But enough's enough. Things are, again, even serious now where, where we're talking about what's going wrong with this club? What's going wrong with these players? You know, I'm not going to turn around and say that they're not playing for Henningberg. That's bullshit. Let's just nip that in the bud. They're, they're not downing tools. They're not throwing games or anything like that. But I think right now, I think there's a little bit of complacency that's creeping in. A lot of players don't realise that, you know, th their places aren't guaranteed. But some of them do. They think that way. Yeah. Mm. Yep. I don't know. Anything. At the end of the day, you know, um, I've said this before, uh, a defeat is information rich, whereas a victory is uh, breeds complacency. And uh, from yesterday's game, if we don't um approach it as a defeat because yesterday we we were not a team for 90 minutes we only played well for five minutes that's it and it wasn't for if it wasn't for var 
And if it wasn't Buddha, it was famine Driami then, Javame Spidima, Chasio Vume. So for me, like I always say, it's good, the result counts, and I'd rather have an ugly win rather than if it was the other way around. Say, for example, we were playing really well, we scored two goals, got disallowed, we went one nil up, and then the last five minutes we lose. I, I wouldn't have preferred it. It was as if we took a wrong turn. I was like, what the fuck are we doing, Refine? The thing is, Ro, if, if you if you look at the um the first goal that was disallowed, yeah. they went to VAR and the the referee gave offside. And I'm looking thinking, who was offside? Like who was offside that I think who was offside? It wasn't the runner. It was the guy that fouled Lesiak's in the build-up. So he was offside. So if anything, that was actually more a foul than 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 an offside decision. I think that was that was the, the right call. Instead of just saying, you know, I'm here, I'm, I'm not moving, I'm not doing anything. And big X has the that was stupid. Yeah, but he but he was he was affecting play though because he fouled Lesiak's who would have tracked the runner. Yeah. yeah, and as for the second goal, that was marginal. I, I don't know. I, I don't know how we got away with that one. I, I don't know how we got away with that one. Okay, Lefide, listen. Uh, I, I'm I'm not trying to take anyway anything away from Boxer. Boxer played really well, really really well. Naxi, uh, but it doesn't mean because they played well that uh, it was unfair that the goals got disallowed. Now with VAR. It's not a matter of perspective. For example, uh, the, the foul that Kagulis made on the keeper is a matter of perspective. Some might say, no, he didn't. Others might say he did. Others might say it was a yellow card. Others might say it was a red. And that's a matter of perspective of how you see it. But an offside is an offside even if it's a centimeter or if it's 10 meters. And also, the offside, the goals that got this allowed, they were offside. Even if it was like a uh, fucking pubic hair, as I don't know. Uh, you get what I'm saying. Allah, Jamem, Gaguli, as you were proine, Bellana Muli, Egame Faulo Gaguli, Egame Faulo Gaguli, Egame Filo Laudus, I'm trying to be honest. Istoibelon Echtes, and Ekadalavagam Yafasi. Udea did they got this allowed to dermalize doxas, Udea neperas any fasi jamo hubo chandigrammi, che. I thought it was stupid from the goalkeeper to did to do what he did. Very, very stupid. Very good on, on Kaku who chased him down. He changed the game. He changed yeah. the game by doing that. And that, that's the Kaku, one thing that we lacked yesterday. What, what Gagu yeah. showed yesterday was what we lacked for 89 minutes. That desire, that passion, that determination, that, that never say die spirit because I didn't see that throughout the team, throughout the game. And he comes on, he shows that, you know, the energy, the hunger. And you're right, the goalkeeper should have, shouldn't have have done what he did. Now, when people <clears throat> message me saying, oh, it was a foul, it was a foul, the first thing I said was, okay, first of all, if it was a foul, why hasn't the goalkeeper appealed it? Do you get what I'm saying? Because if a goalkeeper or a striker or a midfielder is fouled, they're always shouting at the referee there. It's like, you know... They know that it's a foul, but he didn't say anything. And immediately I'm thinking, the goalkeeper knows he's fucked up here. 
He knows he's fucked up. It's like when your mum says to you, you know, when you're a kid, don't make a mess. And then you break something. And then it's that look of guilt on your face when she says, no, my You know, that's what happened with the goalkeeper. If he was fouled, he'd be, he'd be shouting at the referee, he'd be screaming, whatever. But no, he carried on. And then he fouled Gagu. It's a penalty. And he didn't even complain when he got the second yellow card. So in my eyes, the goalkeeper basically made the decision for the referee. It's a penalty. And it wasn't a foul on him. So that's simple. Yep. I'm still trying to understand what others are trying to convince me that he found. Okay, everyone is going to come and what's the next day? What are we going to do? How are we going to turn this around? Because you can't just look at the results. You cannot just look at the result and ignore everything else. We're not improving. And I don't know the reasons why. I don't know. I don't want to talk about players weighing here, whether it's because they're injured or because we, we didn't pay money to have them or because I, I, I don't know. But what I'm seeing, I shit you not, what I saw yesterday from Omonia is not the character of, of the championship and the Marhidia, Malagias. We got lucky because the Oportalis the, the, Malagian and Kaku chased him. And then Lejak scored a very nice goal. Talaula and Malagias to the Dragon Refile. You know what I you know what I feel as well when I'm in your thoughts. They got the target of the the Bratima and Bessie, and I feel like they've got comfortable. They don't have anything to prove because you see it in the pitch. There's no hunger. with passion, being creative. They're lacking it. Because if we do, we're gonna lose to Paphos. Yeah, but bro, if you look at the, the game against Ayek, yeah, it was a similar story. They outworked us. Exactly. Yeah, they got back exactly. to numbers. They did they tracked runners, things that we were doing last season. Yeah. When Lesiax was struggling at left back, Tiago was tracking back, Johnny's was tracking back. Yeah. Eric was tracking back to help Shehu, and it, it was a cohesive unit. Fedos, it looks as if it's so disjointed, but I don't know the reason for it. I can't put my finger on it. I just really can't. Is there a lack of leadership on the pitch? Maybe. Is our teams just more tactically astute this season? Do have they have they worked out the formula to play against us? Because we can't play like this every week. This has happened too many times already this season, man. Ike was a warning sign, a big warning sign. Yesterday. That's like going on the Monopoly board and getting the jail, get get a jail card free all the time. Like we got so we got life yesterday. Like we, we got life. We're too predictable. 
Έμαθαν μας οι ομάδες. It's simple. Έμαθαν μας οι ομάδες. We're too predictable. Ή να πιάει ο Τζιόντια εδώ και του Γιάν να βγάλει σέντρα. Or I'm not bashing any place. I'm just giving an example. Ο Λοίσος κάνει cut in. And then he's going to cut in again. And then he might decide not to shoot. Then he's going to cut in again, which he did yesterday. I don't want to see him right wing anymore. I don't want to see him play there anymore. I don't want to. He doesn't do enough defensively. And as I said, when he goes forward, he's predictable. And we were talking about this in the in the group chat. How much has this kid developed in the past six or seven months? Have you seen anything different about him? Can you say that he's improved technically? Can you say he's, he's improved from a, from a tactical perspective? Physically, has he changed? Okay, granted, he's, he's only a teenager, so he might get a growth spurt and he probably won't stop growing until he's 23. I mean, Jesse Lingard is still 28, 29, and he's still bulking up. Right, but is he a late developer? What what is this going on? Because I I need to know. Goggle looks like he's filled out a little bit, but as, but as Jorthio says, he still needs to to bulk up a bit. He still needs to hit the hit the gym, and he he will. But with Loizo, I haven't seen anything remarkably different about him to last season. He's just the same player to me. He's predictable. Granted, he's got skill. And we've picked him up a lot. Don't get me wrong. And we've joked about him seeing being our messy, whatever, whatever. This is this is the way that we joke. This is what we do. We don't shoot them up to the stars. But I haven't seen anything different from him now. If he plays a number 10, does Berg not trust him there because maybe he's not physical enough? He's getting bullied off the ball, so he's easy on the right hand side. But when you do that, you're effectively making your right back to do more work, and that's probably why Shea, who suffered the past few games, like especially Antwerp away. That's probably why Shehu was was struggling because he was doing most of the work on that right hand side. So, you know, I think Zahariu is time for him to play right wing, and uh, give Johnny's a run on the left hand side or play. What was Zahariu? What was Zahariu's preferred position? Because Xero Alassesine came to Olympiago. Where was right he wing, best? Right. I don't know. Nah, I don't know. Roy might know. Was he right winger? For me, he's the ideal, he's, he's the epitome of what a winger is. He gets yeah. up and down the line, he can beat a man, he can cross the ball, he can use both feet. He can finish. He's strong. He's strong. All right, as Roy said, you know, his decision making in the final third needs improving, but you know, he's not out of Olympiacos, no disrespect, he's out of Monia. So the level of expectancy is higher. And I can see Shep again a little bit frustrated yesterday with what was going on. As I said, he was being kicked all over the place. So it's no surprise he was getting pissed off. Um, but look, we, we can pick apart so many different problems. We, but we keep doing this. Every show, we, we, we're talking about the same problem. It's the same shit time and time again. So what, what, what can we do? What can we do? Yeah. I, I, uh, like I said, I I was thinking about how to approach this part of day, and I thought to myself, you know, uh, just calm calm the fuck down, you know, uh, back the players up again, say nice things about the players, just you know, uh, ignore some of the things that happened yesterday, say that, concentrate that we turn the game around and that we want, but no, Refile, no. And it's not, and I'm not shitting on the players. I'm not shitting on the players, and, and I'm not saying I don't trust them. I, I want more from them because I believe they can, but I don't know why. That's the, that's the that's my problem. Is it physical condition? Is it because preseason we had 
the injuries and, and the COVID situations? Is it because they travel a lot? Like, I mean, we had the preseason, then we had four games in Europe, then we had the internationals who traveled all around the the world, as for the Alisto African continent, Ali Evrobi, Ali Boji, Ali Boda. We had 15 internationals. We've got players who played a lot of games. We've got players who, who didn't uh, play with the team. We got players that had potential at the beginning and then they got injured. Like it seemed like Chepa would, would be his year. I mean, all the friendly games, Chepa scored. Eric seemed very good, scored. Mix seemed like he, he was going to help us a lot and he got injured. And then you, you, uh, you seem to be struggling with, with the understanding, with the leadership, with all of these things. Yeah, and Chepat on certain place. Allah never feel I mean, I don't play together. It's, it's difficult to get that, that relationship in, in a game like this when you know you've got a side that's very physical. As I said, two banks of four, man. They, they had. They were defending in numbers and they were getting forward in numbers. In fact, there was a five-man press every time we had the ball in our half. And they, they, they weren't afraid to press. They weren't afraid to make it physical. And I think that's another issue that we have right now. We're playing against teams that, are, that know that they can bully us. And we need someone, a, a few players on the pitch that could tell us, say, fuck this. I'm not taking this shit. If you're going to kick us, we're going to kick you back. It's that simple. And someone's kicked out. Chris, <laughs> his internet has kicked him out. George says, Berg is playing with the wrong system. What was he playing yesterday? 4-2-4 was clearly missing a number 10. We hear the same thing time and time again. Number 10, number 10, number 10. And we don't have a number 10 to play in that role. And the only number 10 we have is, is Loison, who's not good enough to play that role because he gets beaten off the ball. Uh, Eric is injured. Hmm? 40. 40, yeah, but he's 36, 37. You know? These are the choices. Uh, what can I say, Refile? What can I say? I don't see an issue in terms of squad depth. I think once we, we need to get changed, look, sometimes you need to evolve, okay? Because that, that, football is a, is a constantly evolving game. You know, back in the old days, you know, in the 50s and 60s, 2 3 5 was the main formation. You know, and as time went on, it's three, four, one, two, and four, four, two, and four, two, four, but whatever, right? Maybe we're just not a four, four, two team. Maybe we don't have the personnel to play four, four, two. You know, we saw in, in Europe three, four, uh, two, one. For me, that that's the preferred system that I would play. I play the three, four, two, one because, like I said, even though you got the the fullbacks, because yesterday we weren't stretching the game. Doxa mm. were making it very narrow, and that we weren't stretching the play. But when you've got that 3 4 2 1, the two men in behind the one man can drop deep, they can support you know, you can you can cause all sorts of havoc. His internet is fucked, man. <laughs> he's, he's dropping in and out. But look, let's let's talk about Dura, man, because I think we've spoken about this game for half an hour and we haven't mentioned the impact that he made when he came on. And I think it's quite poetic that the last show we spent 15 20 minutes defending him, and here he comes on the pitch, yeah. His first touch of the ball was a penalty. Now, we've seen Rashford, Sancho, Mark Noble at the weekend come on just to take penalties, and they bottled it. This guy comes on after all the criticism that's been leveled at him, after all the jokes and the memes and everything that's been thrown the guy's way. He's taking it on the chin. He's waiting for his opportunity. And here you go, mate. You've got a penalty 
in the 89th minute, was it? Or was it the 92nd? No, by the time he took it, it was like 92 minutes, wasn't it? Yeah. And he puts it, not only does he score, he puts it in the bottom corner. The goalkeeper didn't get, he got very close to it, but because it was so precise, he's put it in the back of the net. And then, and then, yeah, what I've been telling you guys about his hold-up play and what he does off the ball. For ages I've been saying this. Watch what he does. And look at the second goal. Ball is lumped high to him. He brings it down, holds it up, lays it off. Ball ends up to Shehu, and there you go. 2-1. Talk to me, motherfuckers. Talk to me. <laughs> I can't hear shit. Same energy. The same energy that you lot use, not you guys particularly, but other people that were throwing shit at him. All the energy that they used last week and throughout the past six or seven months. Same energy now, please. Yeah? I don't hear it. Talk to me. Everyone needs to... Keep it there. Evelyn, not, not only that, you know, Dura yesterday had all that pressure for over for over like um, a year. Yeah. He decides to, to, to take the ball. He wouldn't let anyone get near to the ball. Like, he wanted to take the penalty. He put it there. And not only that, it took another two or three minutes. And that is always a lot more... Even if you're like the coolest guy in the world and they make you wait for another two minutes while you're on top of the ball, it's for the advantage of the keeper. It's never the advantage of the one taking the penalty, the kicker. So... <laughs> and, and he placed it in the, in the bottom corner and like you said... The keeper went near, but there was no chance to save it because it was so precisely. Uh, it goes to show, to show if Dura missed the penalty yesterday, what would have happened? What would have happened? And it's the same World thing World I'm trying three. to say. Did I know that he was a little bit of a little he did the same thing he, he used to do before. And people don't see. Yes, they want him to score more goals because this is what they want from a center forward. But Dura didn't do something incredible yesterday that someone knows Tosi Mappan and in Boreadori. This is what I'm saying. He got it all. He knows what he's been saying. He's been international, Slovakian international player, Aspume. And Jamie Lumen, Eferamendo Windrid in Gadigori and San Marino, Joala Mendon Janej and Drian Deftako. Maybe 20 years ago. <laughs> but Roy, it's, 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 it's just goes to show this is what we what he did yesterday was precisely what we've been saying he's been doing since he joined the club. So it's not new to you or I or, or Chris. But for people just look at statistics, oh, he's only got two goals or one goal, ever he missed. And isn't it poetic how last season all of it, all this shit started was because he missed the chance against Doxa. Remember when he hit the post? Was it Gusel's mm-hmm. header hit the post and he hit it straight at the goalkeeper? I think that's it. The nil nil. bravo, when he did a spin and then he. Yeah. Anyway, definitely. If I if I want to keep something from the game yesterday, Dura, I, I was gonna wear the same one, but I couldn't find it, and then you sent me the link. I need one. <laughs> uh, yeah, if, if we're keeping something from yesterday's game, is Dura's performance, his mm-hmm. fucking balls. Okay, 
the, the fact that the fans were singing his name, Daxi, and I'd like to believe that we have something to do with that. Even a small percent, especially still, like Nafonazito, Ibel, Ulon, Duris, 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 Refile. I haven't seen anyone support Duris more, more, more than Stel. <laughs> I support him as well. And you saw the answers I gave like uh, on YouTube and whenever someone asks and I say, I'm, I'm always going to be supportive of someone who's, who's uh, wearing the Omonia shirt. And especially someone who's from whoever we asked, they said that Duras is one of the, the biggest professionals in the squad. He always gives it his all. Okay. But anyway, Dura, I'm happy for I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him. Why, why would anyone not be happy for him, man? If the if, if the someone they can't do their voice. memes anymore, Roy, because they can't do their memes. You know, you know what I'm happy. You know what I'm happy. I posted a story with Dura and he takes a time now and thank you, amazing. I appreciate it. No, man, we appreciate it. Thank you. Because with everything that he's been told, yeah, he's not good and this and this and that, he shut up all the mouth sectors. Hopefully he can build from this. But, but see, Hopefully. What, what I want to say, right, I'm going to make this one as quick as I possibly can, right? We've got players from Hungary, the Czech Republic, Nigeria, Serbia, Slovakia, uh, Spain, Brazil, all players from different nations. Nigeria, and they have Morris, Ghana. Brazil. Yeah. So they, they have friends who are also footballers from the same country as them. Now, what would Dura be like if, if he was an asshole? He'd go to his mates and say, oh, these fans are cunts. All they do is take the piss out of me. I'm fed up with them. Da, 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 da. And immediately, the fans, the, the fans have basically fucked up the club. They've fucked up the club's reputation. Because no one's going to want to join Armonia because they're going to be like, well, why would they want to go to this club? Because this guy, who's got so much experience, he, the fans shooting him. Do you get what I'm saying? So instead of getting yeah. the players back, why don't we just show a little bit more support for these players? Because, hey, Fabi's going to go back to Brazil and talk about Armonia one day. Jordi is. Mm -hmm. Fucking hell, I, talked to, I spoke to Andrea Orlandi today. You know, that's his brother-in-law. So Andrea knows about Armonia. Yeah. And all these other players that know, you know, Ernest played play for Michelin. So he obviously still keeps in touch with players from there. Fantastic club with heritage. So the fans need to think about what they're saying here and what they're doing, right? When you shoot on the player, one way or the other, it's going to get back to other players and they're going to think, well, why would I want to go to that place? Whether it be a club with, uh, with racist fans, fascist fans, you know, fans that do all sorts of stuff. They're not going to want to go there. So at least show the players a little bit more support, not just for the now, not just because it's the done thing to do, but for the future of the club. I speak to Gida Hoffman. He loves Omonia. I spoke to Gunter Tip. He loves Omonia. Clayton, Roy, Roy, all these players that we've spoken to, Matt, all these other players, they love Omonia because of the fans. But I don't want to be hearing, oh, Dure is shit and this and that. And now he scored a goal. And all of a sudden, people are like, oh, we're, we're his biggest fan. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> Then that was Prebi. Let's see. Brutal honesty, always. No, I feel about that's that. You personalize it with Dura. What I'm trying to say is that Dura yesterday didn't prove at the age of 32 that he's a good player. Okay. He didn't need that penalty to prove that he's a good player. That's it. And 
Οπότε, η Λάθο να πούμε ότι η Δούρα μου, 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 Any, Estelle, are there any messages from, uh, do people want to ask any questions? Do you want to just uh, wrap it up or whatever? There I don't you go, there's one here. A word about the war that the media and other teams start against us. In this country, they forget easy what happened in the past. Yeah, and, and these these are things that we can, this is this is another podcast, isn't it? <laughs> it's for another podcast. I'm not going to go into this because my my knowledge of this situation isn't as, Vast as yours, because you guys. I think are if we if we, if we speak, we're in trouble. Just like the Mourinho meme. If I speak, I'd be in trouble, big big trouble. <laughs> I think especially if Roy starts to speak, <laughs> I try and contain myself. Lads, just another thing on Dura. Again, um, in the twenty seventh minute, I said to myself, "This game needs him," and you could tell because we needed, as I said before, we needed someone to stretch the play, and that's exactly what we, what he would have done. And I think that with Shepard still building up his fitness, I think Dura's going to play against Buffalo. I think he's going to play against Buffalo, in honesty. I, I, don't, I, I don't know if it's um, a matter of a player or players or formation or physical condition or the team not being able to gel this far. I don't. I don't know what it is, Refile. I'm. I'm. I'm just a little bit concerned, in the sense that okay, Dura Dura might play against Paphos, and he'll still be the one who's going to miss a chance, and we won't win. We have to be better as a team, as a team. This is the last two years. We'd always say that what made us different from the rest wasn't the quality of the individual players we had. It was that as a team, we played very well yep. and we complemented each other and we track back and help our teammate. I don't see that. The energy levels are not there. We're not moving the ball. Far. Okay, we would, we would ask for the team to be a little bit more aggressive, maybe create more chances. But we knew at the back that the teams weren't threatening us. Πέρσι κάμναν μας τρεις ευκαιρίες, έκοφκαν έναν ο, 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 ο Φάπι, έκοφκαν τα άλλοι. Τώρα κάμνουν σου έξι, εφτά ευκαιρίες και φοράζει ότι να φάεις. How is Φάπι going to keep a clean sheet? Okay, and even Φάπι yesterday, okay, the goal he conceded, he could have done better. Αλλά όσο παίχτες που έκαμε το σούτι, το στον εμαρκάρα. Να μάθει και από τον εμαρκάρα, ρε φίλε. Do you know what, man? You, you, I, I really, when, I, when I watched the goal, when I saw the, the goal the first time, I thought, how am I going to pick this one apart? Because... I can think of three or four things to, to go into, but then I watched it again. I was like, you said didn't do too much wrong, to be fair, because, okay, he stood off him, but he was showing the guy, he had his body shape, so he was showing him on, on the outside. He was like, right, okay, go and take it on your left foot because I know you're right-footed. But then because the guy moved it onto his right, quick, too quick, you still, again, as I mentioned on the other show, he moved, he, he slowed, I've seen milk turn quicker than him, right? A, a ship, you know, I've seen, I've seen Noor Nor One turn quicker than him, right? <laughs> and he, he got his body shape all wrong. And then the next thing you know, it's gone through him, not through his legs, it just went through him like he was a ghost. And Fabi 
he was just like a, a pro evolution goalkeeper when he was on purple, like blue. Under him, but you know, even the commentator said he's he's only human and he makes mistakes. And yeah, fucking hell, man! Like it's the first mistake I've seen him make since opening day of the season last year against Buffalo, where he conceded the penalty. That's the, that's the and these and that's what I'm saying about like yesterday was 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 so fucked that Fabio wasn't making mistakes. We equalized, even though we should be three 0 down. And I don't know if you lot remember. The moment they equalised, they got a free kick and whipped it into the back stick and they almost got a second one, literally straight after we equalised. So it goes yeah. back to what I said about the defending. Just There's no organisation, man. It's just... It's going to be... <laughs> every pod is going to be the defence. <laughs> but we scored the winner in Bergy time. We scored it in Bergy time. <laughs> Bergy time. I might be wrong, but someone correct me if he knows better. I think that, that shot, the winner from uh, from Leziax, uh, was the first shot on goal we had. Let's see. <laughs> correct on me. Target. On target. Yeah, on, target. on target. Shot on, on target. target. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, EI ran past one player and he shot from about yeah, 45 there's no, there's no beaches in in left coast, is it? So I think the ball might have ended up in yeah, where? Is there a jumbo in, in left coast? Yeah, I can't remember. Is there? Yeah, there, there, is, there? there is. There is. Is it near the petrol station on the main road? That's probably where the ball is now. Ah, oh, in in by Arcangelos. Uh, yeah, man. I, I, I don't know. Is, is there is there anything else you'd like to? Yeah, I'm gonna add? open a can of worms. One minute, just, just very quick. See, see this comment, Pedro. Please, please don't don't that, see that first sentence. Shepard doesn't really care. Um, I could tell you for now that's the biggest load of bullshit I've heard in 2021. And that's no disrespect to you. Um, Shepa and I and Roy speak quite regularly. He loves the club. I spoke to him after the game at full time. He was tired. He worked his ass off. He just waits for the ball to come to him. No, he dropped deep to get the ball and he was clattered every fucking time. Um, and that's, that's a fact. Watch the game again. If you can watch the game again, I don't know if you can watch any reruns. I don't know if they, they show him again on YouTube or anything, but... About six times I counted, he, he came to collect the ball and he was clattered. In fact, in the second half, he was hit so hard, I thought he'd done his fucking calf. Um, and he was a battering ram yesterday because they, they doubled up on him like they did most of the players. So I think a lot of people forget or the best is just Thiago, is just on Asande. Sepa was getting the deliveries, he was finishing and scoring the goals. And he's been injured, he's had a fucking hamstring tear for fuck's sake. What exactly. People need to get off and relax a little bit. He doesn't have the delivery. But this is the problem there. This is what I've been saying about certain people in this fan base, right? Because a player doesn't play well for two, three games. Oh, shit, he doesn't care. Because a player comes over with a big price tag and a big name. Oh, he doesn't. He's only come here for a holiday. Let's not forget the family side of things. Let's not forget about his personal side. When Ernest came, right, people were shitting on him. He's terrible. He's not good. He's not this. He's not. I said, wait until his family come over from, from uh, Norway, right? Wait for him to settle, let him learn the culture and this and that. Get Make more friends on and off the field. Let him feel comfortable. Boom, they're going to see him. And what happened? Hmm? 
one of our best players until he got his uh, ACL. So I don't want to hear yep. none of this bullshit. If you want to be talk, coming on this this uh, show to watch, don't leave any stupid comments like this. I don't want to hear it. Okay, I don't want to hear it. Or just watch an Upper uh, World fan channel if they have any fans these days. Because from <laughs> by the look of it, right, they're, they're all going to start supporting on Monia Twenty Eight. Still, okay, it, it's nice to, to try and change the perspective of people, and that's what we've been trying to do for about I'm not a year. trying to change anything, right? But I just want people to understand, right, that footballers, like humans, are not robots. You know, we all have off days. We all have personal issues that, that prevent us from working to the best of our capabilities. Granted, they're footballers, and that's their main job. But, of course, it affects them, right? You, you think Shepa, you think, does this, do these people honestly think that when the game finishes, Shepa goes back to the dressing room, gets changed, has his shower, gets changed, gets in his car, his Lamborghini, yeah? Because all footballers have. They have Lamborghinis, don't they? All of them. Ferraris, Lamborghinis. He goes to his 20-bedroom mansion in, I don't know, Aradipu, next to Katie Price's house, the pink one, Peter Andre's house, where it is. And he lives like a king. And he has servants. And he has, you know, uh, silk bedsheets. And he has ladies in every single room that he can have his way. He's like a, you know, he's like a prince. He could do whatever the fuck he wants. And he doesn't care about Omonia. Get the fuck out of here, man. I don't want to hear none of this shit. Anyway, I don't, I, don't want, I don't want to use our... Uh personal relationship with players on, on the pod, the fact that we do speak to them allows us to know a little bit more than what others don't about some of these players, okay? And you, you, if you want to describe a player with other, th with other ways, you can try and do it, be a bit more diplomatic, be a bit more careful, think before, but don't just... Say he doesn't care. What 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 happened? And he doesn't care. Those pando refile. I think because we're going close to fifty minutes, we should try and wrap it up refile. Yeah, of course, yeah. of course. Listen, the the fact is, as as the title says, Bergy time, and you know we, we've taken a few little positives from. It. <coughs> I think I think it's only right that even though we've criticised as much as we can, we can take some positives from this game. It's a win. It's not a great win, but it's a win. Dura got on the score sheet, worked incredibly hard like what he normally does. Gagu's perseverance and his, and his um, you know, his initiative got us the thing. Lesiak's finish. We, we haven't even spoken about Lesiak's goal. Right foot, she, right foot finish on the volley. Shehu's cross, his assist. Yeah, right. And Shehu came on in the middle of the park and he did very well as a one man in the middle. Mind. Yeah. And um, yeah, as I said, Bergie time. It's not Fergie time, it's Bergie time. We scored a goal in, in, in injury time, two goals in injury time. And again, that shows resilience. But as Roy said, we only played well for five minutes and it needs to change. Something needs to change. And I'm sure they know it. I'm sure the players know it. I'm sure the staff know it. But it is a concern. It is a concern. Right now, it's a concern for me. Last week against Ajax, I was a bit... Mm, there's still room for improvement, but we know where we're going wrong. Now, I'm sitting thinking, some people need to buck up their ideas. Some players need to buck up their ideas because pretty soon, there's going to be big changes at this club, be it tactically, or and players are going to be left out in the dark and they ain't going to like it and they're going to remember this Kovenda. Anyway, carry on. I'll let you guys say what you got to say and then we'll wrap it up. The only thing that I want to say is... Just step it up. 
Stop being too comfortable. You have a title that you need to defend. It's not going to be easy. If you don't like the pressure, if you don't want to be playing, no problem. I want to see players that want to fight and defend. I want to see the passion. I want to see the team spirit. I know it's early. I trust my team. I trust my manager. But we need to step it up. That's, what, that's the only thing that I want to say. The, the, the famous Ric Flair, who's now probably being cancelled because he's been a bit of a naughty man. He used to say, in fact, he still does. He says, to be the man, you've got to beat the man. And I'm on you right now with a man. And every yeah. team wants to beat us. Yeah? That's what we need to realise. Last season, it was a different story. All right, teams wanted to beat us, but not as much as they do now. Right? So they're going to play a different style against us. You're going to, and, and people, teams are taking points of each other like we saw the other day. You know, we saw Ayek drop points at Buffalo. Um, and this is going to be a long, hard season. Um, but the one thing I will say to the supporters, while the team isn't doing as well as we want them to, do not stop supporting. Do not stop sending messages of encouragement. Do not, do not become dickheads. And, <laughs> and do not become entitled little pricks. Because we had this Govenda, where did we, Roy, at the end of the season, you know, 10, 11 years without the title. Do, do, do you not want this to happen again? Because the way that things are at this moment in time, the way that these shit on these players, some fans shit on these players, they're not going to give a shit. Of course, they're going to give a shit about the club and the, and the other fans, but they're like, well, what's your point? So just be supportive and uh, hit that subscribe button, by the way. Hit that like button. Follow Roy on Instagram at Roy No Trofters. Follow Chris on Instagram at, at DJSTS Michael. See, I've got it for one. For once. Miaforar, eh? Miaforar, get on, get on. Still got it right. <laughs> right, Gomelia, that's it for that episode. Roy, wrap it up, my boy. Pameshilakamuja, what's up, Sarah? Bokemi Senyazi. Sante.